everybody, welcome to episode 82 of Starkville's House of L. I'm Derek, and with me always is my hetero life partner, Steve. How you doing, Steve? Hey, everybody! How's it going? How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you, sir? I'm doing alright. We had a week off. I feel revamped and refreshed and ready to take on the world. How about you? Uh, you know, I'm, I, right now I feel like I could take on the whole empire myself. You think so? Just the empire? Yeah. Not the whole world. The whole the world is b- bigger than the empire. Get it's the empire, man. It's the what? galactic empire. It's, it's Empire Strikes Back, dude. Come on. That's too big to be a space station. That, so <laughs> that's no moon. Well, I am happy to be here because a my throat is healed a hundred percent. Thank you for all the warm wishes and hooray. I feel so much better now. So I can actually talk, and it's not killing me to get... You know, it would happen at the worst time. We did two hours for Traveler and two hours for Veritas, and I really want to just ugh, claw out my own throat, which is not a pretty sight. Uh, you remember that scene in Aliens when he comes out of... Yeah, it's kind of like that. So, what's up with you? What did you do with your week off? Um, I did a Geek Out Loud. Wow. Episode 10, we've got a whole new feed over there and everything. You can check that out at geekoutonline.com or the new home for the podcast at geekoutpodcast.com. You done? Uh, yeah, I'm good. Okay, all right, just making sure. <laughs> I want to give you your four seconds. You're, you are allotted four seconds for every hour of the show. So, so I, I can plug sure geekoutonline.com four seconds every hour. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. You have my permission. Thank you. Go to hell. Now, uh, we oh have got Atlanta. a lot of important stuff going on around here and uh, some announcements we want to get to before we get in a good chunk of Smallville and Superman news because we've got so much to talk about in today's episode. We don't have an episode to talk about. Smallville returns next week with episode 716, Descent, which is promising to be a huge episode, and we'll talk about that shortly. Uh, some stuff, just short announcements revolving us. We are still planning for Comic-Con. House of L will be... At Comic-Con, as well as Skynext and the Tenth Wonder, as July 24th through the 27th. My date book is not in front of me. Um, that sounds so, right. That, okay, that's when we're going to show up, so if that's wrong, it, we'll have our own Comic-Con, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, That'd be cool. Well, we've talked about ShoeCon 2008. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that going to be at your house? Yes, my house. Seriously? <laughs> Hazelhurst, Georgia. <laughs> we're just going to show up, and what are we going to do? Um, we're going to watch Smallville. You and I are going to do a, an episode of Shoe together. Um, Pillow fight. Pillow and if fight. it's not if it's not too late, we'll have some chocolate pie. Okay. That's getting real old real quick. By the way. Oh, anyway. you think? Yeah, and I saw on my triumphant return to the forums today that you kind of bowed out already. Well, I mean, it's tied, and everyone, the, the, you know, someone said they were go. someone there's said they huge, were scared it was getting too heated. I'm like, y'all, it's just talking about a joke. It's there's okay. a huge battle going on the forums on which is more the classic House of Bell joke, mole, or or chocolate pie. Well, now the truth is, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna say more classic, it's mole. Uh huh. I mean, I I conceded that on the last episode, sir. But now, if you're gonna go funnier, there's the debate. I don't know. That's been the debate in my mind. It, I mean, if you're new Coke, then your ass is grass already. You'll be that, That's true. And, so. you know, I could be new Coke. And I heard someone said that the uh, the new guys don't like, or the old guys don't like the new guys. So, I don't, who you know. Who posted that? I don't know who, I forget. 
It hurt, though. It hurt Green Lantern Gal. They like you. Oh, it was Green Lantern Gal? I think so, yeah. Okay, well. It, they like you. Don't worry about that. Okay, that's cool. That makes so, me happy. Shukan's not happening because I'm not going to Steve's house. So, so uh, <laughs> I'm just being planning for attendance at Comic Con. It will be filmed. So if you are not in attendance uh, this summer, uh, we will release it as an episode, hopefully a video episode, but maybe just audio uh, over the feed, so you can feel like you were there. You know, kind of almost there. And uh, we want to say happy belated April Fools. We didn't do an episode last week, so we didn't get to take full advantage of the April Fools joke. Though I did on the website. And, can uh, uh, can I say on that for the briefest of seconds, you got me. There like, were like, very few people, and I can't believe it, but there were very few people that I didn't get, and I don't. Well, the see thing how. is, is I know. I mean, I knew that everything was over, everything was said and done as far as that went. And I get on there and I look, and like for the first two sentences, I'm like, I can't believe he's he's kept this from me. Oh wait, <laughs> we we got almost a thousand emails in a six hour period. Wow, in just six hours. There are still people emailing in thinking that. Tucker and I are actually doing it. If you didn't go to the website, if you don't know what we're talking about, I put on the website around midnight on April Fool's that Tucker and I did get the job writing the Superman sequel and that I would be leaving the House of L uh, in Steve's stead and he and he and Will would actually be taking over the show while I was gone. And Steve's... All the, the only thing Steve was upset about is the fact that he and Will weren't going to get to host the show together. <laughs> <laughs> that was all he was concerned with. So more power to you, but... Uh, no, it did not happen. It was an April Fool's joke. It was, uh, uh, and thanks to Jason did the design of the credits, the opening credits. So we posted that with it, but, uh, it was, it was fun, uh, for about 24 hours when people were still really hot and heavy emailing in. Oh my gosh, you know, you got it. Congratulations. Even though on the previous week's episode, we, Uh, you know, that's the thing. It's like you had announced and we had talked personally, you know, off the show, about the situation, and still for two sentences, literally two sentences. I'm like, I can't believe this. Yep. Steve's going to be taking I'm like, how? why wouldn't he tell me this before he posts this? Because I wanted everybody to find out on April Fool's. <laughs> <laughs> the way I wanted to, to break the news to everybody. So, And there's actually an email I, I want to read, and I hope the person didn't get mad at me, but there's, there's an email about what the show means to them and everything, and that they're sorry that I'm leaving it, but they're confident Steve's taking over. I'm going to read it at the end because it, oh, it, well. it made me happy. Well, uh, you know, that makes me feel good because as far as I know, I'm horrible. I'm just horrible. You were not horrible. And then to people who say Steve is horrible and I'm not as tight as I used to be, which I don't know what that means, and I'm not sure I want to know what that means, but, I, you know, I'm just, I feel confident we've got something good going here, and we're going to keep it That's this way. That's what she said. That's what she said. Uh... Did you watch ER last night? No, I don't watch ER. Well, neither do I. But our good buddy James Carrington's song Ache, which was on episode 603 of Smallville entitled Wither, and actually Have I told you I bake? You are just like reemphasizing the fact that you think that you're like heavy. Have I told you I bake? It's really quite depressing, in all honesty. I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, it was on ER last night, which is huge. Cause, that I mean, song always makes me cry. In a network sense and viewers and everything, ER is a much bigger show than Smallville. Uh, indeed, so, sure. So yeah. it's huge that that got to be on there. It was in the last 20 minutes of the episode if they re-aired. It was the first post-strike episode of the show, so I'm sure it had huge ratings. Uh, I talked to James yesterday, and he told me about it. He was very excited. He was in London, so he didn't get to see it. 
Um, hopefully, uh, it'll be on YouTube or something soon so he can. Uh, Congratulations, James. Yes, yes. That I think that's really, really cool. And that um, is a great song. It, I mean, like, it doesn't make me cry now, but it used to. Oh, hey, I, I almost forgot about this. I want to mention it real quick. Go to myfandoms.com forward slash angel wings a-n-g-l-l-w-i-n-g-s and and go leave a comment on angels smallville fan fiction because she she gets to win a bunch of stuff if you do that and i saw her online and i thought that was cool and we should what, one more her. time the the website one more time my please. fandom it'll be in the forums MyFandoms.com forward slash Angel Wings. And that's Angel with two L's, no spaces. And the reason I bring that up is because Steve and I are going to be discussing as our topic today, shippers. Yes. We'll yes, see, because... We'll, we'll see how that goes. Well, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there when we we'll, get there. We'll see how terrible that section of the show <laughs> maybe television without pity can come over and bash us over the head with a glass i look bottle. forward to what tv without pity people uh, have to say too, now because it's going to be quite interesting because <laughs> get get your motor running sir head out on the highway we're going to get burned at the stake indeed uh, last thing we want to mention before we get into the rest of our news for today is special episode next week I had announced originally Steve was not going to be part of the episode for Descent. It looks like Steve will be part of the episode for Descent. Indeed. And um, it's still, and I do believe if all, all the stars align, it will still be a video episode. However, we will not be seeing Steve in the video. Which could, which could be weird, but just... It's like it's Jor-El. His I was about to say, I'm the voice of Jor-El. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to fight for Will with uh, fight with Will for that honor because he, I think he's the Jor El of the forums. Yeah, is that what they say? So I don't know. I don't. Well, go Will to the is the bizarre. I hold to Will is the bizarro Steve. What if you're the bizarro Will? Well, I knew Will before I knew me. Oh, wait, I knew me before I knew wow. Will. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, I just screwed that up. This show just got so weird. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, so, anyway. Um, Not on my top game today. Won't apologize to everyone. I am horrible. I'd like to apologize to Will, uh, <laughs> foremost. Um, the episode should be really cool if we get to do what we want to do, and I'm hoping we do. However, uh, undertaking a video episode is a lot bigger deal than just doing audio and AAC, although I don't want to undermine that because it does take several hours to do uh, the way we do it now. So uh, don't be expecting that to come out on Friday night. Uh, next weekend it'll be late uh, weekend, uh, early in the week before we can get that out. And hopefully we can do something else to, to tide you over in the time being. Um, but let's get to uh, the good bit of Smallville and Superman news we've got today. And it's going to take up a lot of the episode because there's so much going on. And there's taking, a ton. With us taking a week off, there's even more to do. Uh, now, one thing we do want to discuss, uh, kind of the top of the list, and people are so concerned about it, and I just don't know, and, you know, we talked about it a little bit in the last episode, um, the Superman court battle, and how we feel about it, and how we think it's going to affect everything, uh, we're not going to devote a whole lot of time to it, because we did last time, and, uh, we are going to talk about it a little bit today, but the... Uh, Comic Geek Speak podcast at comicgeekspeak.com has devoted uh, about an hour and 15 minute episode, their 411th episode. Um, my God, 
I hope that's like by seasons or something. Uh, they they discuss it the whole time. There's I think there's like four guys, and they bring in two lawyers that are also comic book fans. Uh, hmm. and, and I listened to it this morning. It's really good, really informative. Um, it takes a little while to get into, but I I, I enjoy it. Um, and I always hate getting on here and go saying, go listen to this podcast, because I feel like you're going to turn off ours and go listen to somebody else's. Don't yeah, don't turn off ours. Wait until you're done listening to this to go say, listen to that. Don't you go mention Geek Out Loud. I'll go don't worry, I won't mention Geek Out Loud at geekoutpodcast.com. Um, so we've well, already got the new URLs down. You're spouting them off pretty good. So you, that's you true. Must be, you've, you've been practicing, sir. Uh, I, I sit in front of my mirror for 30 minutes every night. Uh huh. Just to spite me. So check that out. ComicGeekSpeak.com, episode 411. They've already had three or four more episodes come out after that. You um, know, I read back on April 1st that um, Marvel was getting the rights to publish Superman. <laughs> yeah. And that they're making a Superman Spider Man movie over at Yeah, that too. that's going to be awesome, dude. Oh, yeah, I can't that's, wait. That's that's right after my movie comes out, and then they're doing that. Brandon Routh and Toby Maguire together yeah. on the big screen. No, uh, um, uh, what's his name's going to take over for, for Toby? Um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal is going to take over yeah. for Toby. So, yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, hmm. Should really enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> so, check that out. ComicGeekSpeak.com. They devoted an entire hour to it. I'm wondering back when we used to have four people on here if it was sometimes more difficult to hear things than others because they've got about six people going in that one and there's a couple of times where I got lost but that they do a good job of getting back on track. I guess we should take lessons because we can't do that. Um, you there? Yeah, we'll find out next week. We'll find out what? We'll find out next week. What? How it goes. This week? This week, next week. Oh, next week. Oh, Can God. you hear me now? I don't even want to talk about that. Uh, but kind of the the downfall of the court battle. See, I'm not worried about it because I don't think there's anything to worry about until five years from now, which is what, 2011, 2012, when the, uh, actually 2013, I can't oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> it's 2006 and I'm... Living it up. I'm going to party like it's 2005 tonight, though. Uh, it's right, buddy. Woo! It is Friday. I'm going to go wild like like the old days. Um, it's, uh, what was I saying? The, the, the downfall of all this. I'm not worried because the other side of this, the other heirs to the family, are not up for dispute for another five years. And I think that's when we should really start worrying. I don't, I don't think anything is going to affect too horribly right now. Uh, the events of the Superman comic. I mean, if DC goes for an appeal, if all this stuff happens, they end up in court in November, they're still going to be doing Superman comics. And, you know, whether or not they get the movie fast-tracked between now and then, I don't know. The judge presiding over the litigation between DC and Warner Brothers and the estate of Jerry Siegel actually issued a new order last week that we haven't... Actually, week before last, right after we did the last show... Um, the parties have to spend the next 60 days, which is about 45 days now, engaged in good faith uh, mediation. Um, so that means that nobody can act on the other one. Nothing can be done as far as appeals and stuff go at this time. Uh, so, But if you want to find out all the more information about it, go over to ComicGeekSpeak.com. If you want to send them an email or something, tell them that uh, you heard about it on the House of L. Uh, but the next bit of news kind of affects that, and it's the Justice League film, the doomed Justice League film, which has yet to get off the ground, and I don't know, do you think it ever will, Steve? 
I really don't think it will, Derek. You really don't think it will, Steve? I really don't think it will. Wow. Uh, you know, Jason. I don't. I just don't see the stars aligning for it. I really don't. There's been too much happening, too much going. I think it's going to be one of those things that is in filmmaker limbo for the longest time before right. they finally ever get it out there. We know uh, Jason Reitman, who directed Juno, uh, actually revealed on Howard Stern this week that he was up to direct the film. Yeah, he chose not to though. He he turned it down. He said it would not. After reading the script, he realized it would not be as good as the X-Men, the Brian Singer-directed X-Men film from 2001, and he didn't want to be remembered as the guy who did a movie that wasn't as good as the X-Men film, but he did reveal <laughs> that it was about a $150 million budget. So that's something to know, but he, he did turn it, turn it down, so that's not... Well, you know, he said, and he kept saying, the script is fine, you know, it's fine, but he wasn't, he didn't seem to be blown away by it. Yeah. Well, and I think they're still awaiting another draft now with the strikes over with. I'm still, you know, I don't really care if this movie ever gets made, to be perfectly honest with you. I wouldn't mind seeing it, but on the same token, I just, there's so much stuff. Think about how many variations there are of Batman right now. Well, yeah, you know, and you've got the new Brave and the Bold cartoon coming to Cartoon Network next year. Oh, they revealed who's going to be the voice of Batman, did you hear? No, I didn't hear that. (laughs) Hey, Peter Man, check out Channel 9, check out this chick. (laughs) What? Diedrich Bader. No. Yes, Diedrich Bader. Uh, really? From the Drew Carey show. He was Jethro in the Beverly Hillbillies movie. Really? He was Peter's neighbor in Office Space. He will be the voice of Batman. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he does a lot of voice work, actually. He, he, no. Yeah, he really does. No, that's that's crap, man. <laughs> you going... <laughs> well, there's some stuff it feels you can't repeat on here, Steve, and I know you're about to go into that mode. <laughs> Someone tells me that at my work, they're gonna get their butt kicked. <laughs> oh man! Uh, hey man, you want to hang out? <laughs> don't want you screwing up my life too. <laughs> I'm anxious to see Brave and the Bold. Brave and the Bold is coming off the heels of the fact that uh, Legion of Superheroes and the Batman have both been canceled, or not canceled, but their their time has ended on the WB. Uh, this will show Batman teaming up with other members from the Justice League, including Blue Beetle. And Green Arrow, and I'm sure Superman. And yeah, let me. Can I say something about that particular side of things? Let's do it, buddy. Um, you know, the promos for it have been. Uh, you know, I've seen that. That's been the big tagline that's been put out there by the cartoon company or whoever's putting it out. Who'll team up with the likes of Green Arrow and Blue Beetle? Now, for those of us who were diehard comic fans, we can appreciate a Batman Blue Beetle team up. Oh yes. Um, but I'm going to be honest with you, the casual, the casual viewer. Is like, who the crap's Blue Beetle? Well, I think it's good they're introducing him to a whole new generation. I, well, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not opposed to them bringing Blue Beetle in, but I'm. I'm just saying, if I'm in publicity, I'm going to be saying, you know, I can see where they're saying Green Arrow oh, for no other reason saying. than Smallville. I see what you're saying. But if I'm in publicity, I'm going to be saying he teams up with Superman. Well, that's he teams why up with Wonder you Woman. don't he teams work up in the publicity. Flash. Yeah, and that's why this this cartoon's going to fail. I, no, God no! I think this is going to be awesome. And I think it's going to be good. I really um, do think it's going to be. I'm good. a big fan of the animation because it looks like the old Adam West '60s Batman. Kind Which of you know, there's stuff. some people griping about that. I've heard uh, some I love it. I love it. The first images of it came out, and so. uh, it's really cool. The Batman, the Brave and the Bold, will be airing on Cartoon Network sometime next year. Originally, it was going to be in the March fall. of 2009. Is what oh, I March. saw. March. Okay. Well, they originally said September, and then they pushed it off. So. 
Um, um, yeah, I saw that just today, March of 2009. So you, uh, but got, we say all that to talk about this Justice League movie. Well, I'm just talking about that's one more variation of Batman. That is, is it really needed right now? You've got the Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, Christopher Nolan 2, which I get, would you group the Gotham Knight bridge in there with that yeah that's that's in there with that okay thing. So there's this but it's still but it's still different takes on in different styles it's just kind of the same storyline i guess right and it's not christian bell as voicing him even though it's it from the producers of the film and it's supposed to bridge the the two stories but um is kevin Conroy. you still have it you still have in syndication the justice league you know in the in the um bruce tim paul dini batman the animated series is still in heavy syndication um Do they still hear that yeah, on Jetix. Oh, I don't get Jetix. Yeah, I don't have those Disney, on DVD, I and I really need to get those. I do too. Um, but uh, but you know those things are still out there. You've got um, you you've had the Batman cartoon that's been on for so long, and and here's my here's my biggest thing is is the reason that the studio refused to have Bruce Wayne come to Smallville was because of Batman Begins, right? You know, and the dark because we don't want to have too many. Variations of the character, right, right, right. Well, guess what, guys? You got a you lot. <laughs> Hello. There's at least six floating around right now. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, well, I'm, I mean, I'm not complaining because I enjoy Batman and I, you know, anything that we can delve into the character. And then you've got uh, New Frontier that just came out and a whole other Batman from that. Yeah, that's true. That's so, true. So I mean, you've got several. And so then you know you throw the different Supermans that are out there floating around right now. But there aren't so that to speak. many. You know, they're not as many as there are Batman, you've but got, I'm just saying it, it just Returns seems. And <clears throat> it seems to me, knowing what Marvel Studios is trying to do with all their properties, that Warner Brothers and DC could come to some kind of agreement to let's get some single heroes out there first. Let's get some, you know, let's get a Green Lantern franchise started up. Let's get a Flash franchise. Started I, I up. would much rather see all these other individual franchises started and then go and then use those actors. For the Justice League film, use this is Christian what I'm Bell saying. and Brandon Routh, and not don't recast with a bunch of fifteen-year-olds. Uh, I, you know, I'm not concerned with it because same thing with the strike. I think that's years off. And as far as Justice League goes, I don't think we'll ever even see a Justice League movie for probably four or five years. So I'm, I agree with I'm, you. I'm in the strike, <clears throat> not the strike. I'm so used to saying the strike will affect that. Uh, the court case will affect that probably before it ever even happens. But as it stands now, the Justice League film entitled Mortal. Justice League Mortal, uh, which may just be a working title, has been pushed off start till the end of the year, around November. And they still don't know where they're going to be filming yet because they couldn't get the tax ratios worked out um, with New Zealand? Yeah. Australia. Australia. And then they went to New Zealand. Now they're actually talking about doing it in, in Vancouver, um, which all the more reason that they just want to go pull Tom Welling off the set of Smallville and put him in a cape, um, which I don't agree with that either. So, nope. either way. No. Nope. Um, we and have, I don't think he'd do that. No, I don't think so either. We do have images from Descent and the official description and images from Sleeper and the official description. Uh, the images are a good bit spoilery uh, for Descent. We will discuss all of that in the spoilers today. So if you want to find, more, find out more about the next two episodes, you need to uh, listen to the spoilers after the end of today's episode. Uh, I'm excited. We've got Descent, Sleeper. Apocalypse, Quest, and Arctic. Five weeks of Smallville, straight in a row, leading right up to the finale. Going to be huge these next five weeks. Going to change a bunch of stuff in Smallville. 
It's going to change your life, ladies and gentlemen. It's already changed mine, let me tell you. I mean, I don't want to overhype this thing at all. No, we don't. definitely don't want to overhype anything. Don't be excited at all. Never mind. <laughs> don't listen to us. We don't know what we're this talking is, about. This is probably going to be some of the crampiest television <laughs> ever. You could watch Young and the Restless, or you could watch Smallville. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to hype up Young and the Restless for you. Although, did you see Brad and, 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 and Jenny got the baby? What are you talking I don't know. about? I'm just making up people. Yeah. I don't watch that crap. Yeah. Uh. Considering the conversation we're about to have and the title of this episode, let's not talk Young and the Restless. You sir. make an excellent point there, <laughs> Stephen. Um, we do want to say that the first six seasons of Smallville that are available on DVD, which are all the seasons of Smallville that are available on DVD, have been hugely discounted at your local Walmart or on Amazon.com to a whopping nineteen ninety nine each. Now, I went to Walmart the other day, and they had seasons one, two, three, four, five, and six, all six, for nineteen ninety nine, and they had the new slim cases, which is something we haven't announced on the show in a long time. The Warner Brothers did go back. Actually, Warner Home Video went back and repackaged the first four seasons in thinner cases to make them match seasons five and six. New easy scratch cases. Well, no, no. That's what I thought. If you open them, they're not in the stacking. They're still in trays. They're just thinner trays. Even the five and six seasons? No, five and six are still the same way. Okay. But I, pull, I, was, I wanted. I opened up. I got seasons one, three, and four because actually my season one is destroyed. My season three is destroyed because it's my favorite season, so I watch it. And uh, season four, I'm missing the disc that commencement is on, which I just can't have that. Which that's, I mean, in your opinion, that's the only reason to watch season four. Yeah. No, no. There's some good okay. blank. Oh yeah, there's Onyx. Onyx. Yeah, Blank was good. Um, Gosh, Blank was a great one. Um, Those two with Alicia. Alicia. Yeah, with Sarah Carter. Alicia. Alicia, Alicia. I don't think it's Alicia. Whatever. I think you're an idiot. I think I'm a Southerner. No, I'm a Southerner. You're an idiot. Okay. There's the, there's the differential there. Whatever, dude. Whatever, dude. Anyhow, she's hot and they're there. I'm sorry. Okay. So... There's a bunch of that was kind of male chauvinist of me, wasn't it? I'd like. I apologize. Hey, Run, Run was in season four. Run was in season four. Stephen the night. Season season four was a good season. Yeah. Lucy, wait, wait, wait. He jumps on the eighteen wheeler. That was cool. That was a great moment. Yeah, that made up for the whole episode. All right, no, there were some really great moments. Anyway, so I'm opening these to see. I, I want to see what the artwork is going to be. You know, when you open it now, they have that folding. So there's yeah, which is very cool. Was uh, Zod standing on the roof of Luther Corp with Metropolis on fire, and then season six was the Justice League. So I want to see what they've gone back to get for one, two, three, and four. Although two, they did not have the slim cases of. They still had the thick, the old style. Uh-huh. Um, but one, but when I opened them, they're still in the trays. They're just really. Thinner trays now, which probably means it'll just trays. break that much easier. Because my season one doesn't even go in the binder anymore; it's just loose. The glue came off. Well, of the, it. the thing the thing I've got with my season one is the glue came off of them, and so these trays will just slide. That's what I'm out. talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like a little drawer. Yeah, like a yeah. filing small small little filing cabinet almost. Um, I had my personal documents in there. So, I went back and got these. You can pick these up at Amazon as well. If you do it from smallvillepodcast.com, our website, you will be supporting this podcast in the process. So, it's a great cause. You get the DVDs. If you haven't already got them, it's awesome. If you have got them and your cases are just falling apart, 
as ours have seemed to do. I know I got my season one the day it came out and have been watching it ever since, and of course it just fell apart. So hopefully uh, if you need to get some new cases, you can do this. It's a great price. You, can't, you can get the whole lot, all six seasons, for less than 150 bucks now. That's amazing. That's really good, considering usually when they come out, they're between $39 and $49. So yep. you're getting them for about 20 bucks off right now, which yep. is great. Um, the last day of Krypton, or it may be the last days of Krypton, we're not completely sure yet, it's a new Sprint Mobisode? Is that what you call them? Mobisodus? Ma- 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 well, Webisode Ma- is Internet Web, Highway the Web. The Sprint Mobisodus... So if you watch it on your cell phone, OBKB, OBKB, did you just make a Bill Cosby reference? I did. Uh, I caught it. That's good. Um, so it, these are going to be in the same style that the Oliver Queen Chronicles were and the Justice and Doom. These are going to be put together, hopefully, by our friends at Retrofit Films, and they are going to be available probably. Uh, leading up to the finale here. I don't know if they're going to start right before the finale or if it actually may take place this summer. I'm sure you'll see it on the Season 7 DVD, which is probably going to be released in September. No, we do not know the exact date. Uh, Go back and look at the dates for Season 5 and 6 and 4, and that'll probably give you a good indication of when the season's going to release compared to when Season 8 premiere date will hit. Um, usually, generally, what I found is the season premiere. Whenever they tell you when the season premiere is, yeah, back up about a week. It's, just, it's Tuesday, more, it's more week like before. two or three weeks, isn't it? No, it's usually been about it, it, the most two weeks. Okay, well, um, and no, we do not know what is on the season seven case, so there's no sense in emailing us and asking what. It's Laura Vandervoort. I'm sure it's going to be uh, Tom Welling and Laura Vandervoort, and um, we, and Mark McClure is going to be there as well. I don't know about that. Um, there will be you if you look in the clouds. You'll be able to see Brainiac. I, you know who, who I wouldn't mind uh, seeing on it is Martian Manhunter. Um, John Jones will be there. Oh, I hear you're it. calling. You can all see this. his. If you look way up, you'll have to look way up in the sky. From what I understand, in the very distant background, you'll trouble. see his. I don't, I don't really you'll know. see his two red what eyes. What do you think is going to be the inside cover then? Uh, the inside cover, the, the fold out mm-hmm. art, the fold out art is going to be is going to be Lana in a chair, catatonic. Oh, okay. With Clark weeping on her lap. Uh huh. And my face. In your face. Yeah. No, in my face over Lana's. In your face. Okay, never mind. You're not helping this, so check those out, and and we'll get. We already checked out the DVDs, but this last day of Krypton is going to be in the same style of those uh, previous two attempts to do uh, Smallville-related online and mobile material provided by Sprint, and it will most likely be exactly what is called The Last Day of Krypton. I'd be confused with the Kevin J. Anderson novel of the same title, uh, or the slightly different title, because I think this is The Last Day of Krypton, so it's kind of going to go back to when you see Zor-El and Kara, you know, before he puts her in the ship and sends her off and gives her the crystal, all that good stuff. It's probably going to be relating to that. May have a little Brainiac action in there. Yeah, may get to see Brainiac cause the destruction thereof, Krypton. So, or, you know, be related to it. Uh, but, you know, anyway, that's good stuff, too. That also goes over to the next piece we were going to talk about, the Season 7 DVD is coming when. Uh, probably look for it in September, unless we get a really late start date on Season 8. I hope uh, that all the kinks that have been thrown in to the show, uh, the writer's strike and all that, don't make us get a late start date, so hopefully that won't be the case. 
And then there's something about two guys leaving Smallville. I don't know what that's all about. So let's get on right. to our... T- Michael Rosenbaum and Tom Welling are leaving Smallville. Yes. So let's get on to our topic this week, the shipper debate. Um, th- did I miss anything, Steve? Yeah, we might need to say a word about Alan Miles. Oh, off. that's who's leaving, Alan Miles. Um, yeah. No, we don't mean to make light. If, if you haven't heard, the, the show front runners, the two guys who brought Smallville to TV and into your... Well, the creators. Yeah, the, the creators of Smallville, yeah. uh, Alan Miles... Uh, you've heard us talk about them many times on the show. Uh, they announced on the day after April Fool's, terrible timing. Um, <laughs> that I haven't thought about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. When, when we were talking to people out, they were like, "Okay, we promise this is not a joke." They are leaving the show, and uh, they they followed through seven seasons. They will not be part of the show of season eight. Uh, whatever you have read on the internet about. Al storming out of an office or whatever crap you've read is not the case. Nobody got mad at anybody. Nobody hates Tom Welling. None of that crap happened. I've read about 90 different variations. It's an absolute crap. What it comes down to is season 8 budget is unfortunately going to be a good bit smaller than the first seven seasons have been. Even a little bit smaller than season 1 budget has been. And... Alan Miles has been wanting to pursue other projects. Their contract ran up at season seven, and it just made sense. They left so the show could have some more money, and they left to pursue other things. Now, people are saying that they're turning their back on the show, that they're doing all this, and I don't look at it as that. They are doing it so the show can be as good as it can be, and they're leaving it in very capable Indeed. hands. Indeed. Now, I will, I will totally agree with you there. Um, uh, Todd Slavkin, right? Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer, Swimmer, uh, uh, Kelly Sounders, and Brian Peterson, who have all four been producers and writers on the show and even directed, will now be the show for honors and executive producers. Well, those four four have done some of the best, as far back as season one, some of the best Smallville episodes. They've written some of the best Smallville episodes that, that everyone agrees with are some of the best. Yeah, when they came in, yeah. And you think back to season two of some of your favorite episodes and... One of one of those four were behind something. Indeed, on, yep. on whatever your favorite episode is, unless you're just weird. Uh, <laughs> um, that they, they had something to unless do you enjoyed it, Velocity. Been, yeah, no, Velocity's all right. Wait, which one is it where Pete drives the car? Velocity. Okay. Yeah, unless you enjoyed Velocity. Velocity is all right, dude. Whatever, dude. Shut up. It's all okay, right. Man. It it you have to look at it as that's what drives the wedge. Really good with Pete and Clark. I got a wedge. Wow. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, they had a vision for the show, and they were the ones that pushing for season eight, and they stayed on just long enough to make sure Smallville would have its home for season eight on the CW, and the contract ran up, and it was time for them to go. Now, this has brought a whole stream of, oh my, you know, people just freaking out. And it's like this all, and it even goes back to the Superman court battle because people are thinking that they're leaving because of that. And it's just not the case. It just was their time. They want to do other things. They're allowed to do other things. They, they, they weren't in a contract and broke it. They saw their contract at the end. They've done an amazing job on Smallville. And they want to do something well, else. Well, from what now. I understand, uh, they're going to write the, the sequel to Superman Returns, right? No. Spider-Man 4? Um, no. So, Iron Man 2? I think it's a little early to okay, call that all one. Right, all right. Um, so, everybody wants to know, and everybody has emailed in. G.I. Joe rewrites? Got an onslaught. 
and shut up. And everybody just wants to. What did you say? I don't. I'm just. I automatically tell you to shut up now before I even listen. What did you say? GI Joe rewrites. Oh, GI Joe rewrites. Well, that's a little late for that, yeah. I think. So, uh, we actually got an email from Joshua wanting to know. Uh, uh, or Josh, sorry, Josh. Josh says, "Dear Derek and Steve, I imagine that you are all as sad and shocked as I am about the departure." Of Alan Miles from Smallville, as someone who's been watching the show since 2002, this is the first time I've been genuinely worried about the direction of the show. Though I know that Smallville's storyline and ending has been planned for years in advance, I'm also aware that having show creators leave can seriously damage its tone, quality, and direction. I have two favors that I ask of you. One, can you post some content ASAP about this event, which we were uh, within 10 minutes of, the, of it happening. We were there uh, on the phone and on the website. Uh, says the fans could really use your thoughts right now. And two, can you let us know if there's anything we fans can do to possibly bring the duo back? In the light of shows such as Family Guy and Jericho, I'm increasingly amazed by the power we fans actually have in the role of Cyberage. Uh, thanks so much, Josh. Okay, Josh. Uh, one. Uh, dear Josh. With, with dear Josh, with the being there to post the content, we got a little flack. Slack, is it slack or flack? Slack. We got a little slack. slack. Um, Aflac. For n- not doing an episode when this news hit. Um, actually, we got a lot for it. We got a lot of emails of people saying, why didn't you guys do an episode when this hit? Would Steve and I talking really help at all? I mean, it would. I mean, re- do you think it would have, Steve? Uh, you know, we have, our voices are, are soothing to the fans of Smallville, Derek. I don't know about all and, that. Um, well, I mean, we've got two sexy voices, sir. Well, apparently they just all want to hear you sing. I don't right. know. That's, that's, that's all this has turned into is a <laughs> American Idol for you. <laughs> that um, was terrible. Uh, I, there was nothing Steve and I could have done to reassure anybody. Well, you know, with Derek, a, let's be honest. We didn't have the information in, in front of us other than what was posted on the website, uh, what Craig, you know, the letter that Craig got up on Krypton site, all that good stuff. That's all we knew. That's all we had. Well, no, I mean, I was on the phone that night, and I was, I was, you know, gathering everything, and I had the letter, and I didn't put put it up to the next day. When because I was on the phone, I was just linking to Craig, so he would know. But it got handed down to us as well, and I just, I wanted more to know all the details before we, because I didn't want to get on the show and be like, "Hey, look, it happened." That's all we know. We'll talk to you guys yeah, later. And, I- and that would have just made people more mad, I think. So we felt that there was no real reason in doing an episode because the two left. Now, that doesn't mean that the two of them leaving did not warrant an episode um, because, of course, it did. That's huge news. It's probably the biggest news for Smallville in... It's probably since it's the in, biggest since news for Smallville ever. Yeah. yeah, so it, it, it is sad, um, but there's nothing that our voices could have done to make you feel any better, so we just decided to wait until we did another episode because um, all the facts have been given now. We're just reiterating the fact but we do want to clear up the fact that so many websites are posting what they say are their exclusive details, and somebody at Warner Brothers told me, and somebody at the CW said, and that's just not the case. What it just comes down to is they are looking out for the better of the show, and they had a set design of the way they wanted the show to go. Now, obviously, some things have changed, but they always know how they wanted the show to end, and they are leaving the show to four very trustworthy people who will who will have the same vision that Alan Miles created the show with and who will end it on the note that they wanted to end it with. 
because everybody now is asking, does that mean there's no more no flights, no tights, and and does that mean you know all this other stuff, and and, and yes. can we can we you know can we see Tom flying out, and can yes. we see Tom in the suit? No, uh, no, no. That's what I meant to say. No, I mean, I mean, you were agreeing with me. I understand, but uh, I wasn't saying no to you. I was just saying no to my own. Oh, question. I was answering your questions. Oh, you want to see all that? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate so much about the things that you choose to I don't be. Even know what that means. Uh, <laughs> you're not going to see everybody thinks that this Smallville season 8 is going to be like Super Bowl year 1 and you know it's going to be completely different and it's going to be a complete 180 from what we've been watching for the past 7 years and they have left the show I say again in the hands of very capable well, people well you look at the who, people who they've let you know again I come who don't interrupt four, yeah me. these four have been there uh, longer than just about anyone else that's involved with the show now and and so they've been there since, if not the beginning, very near to it. And and so they know what works, and they know what's going to make the show work well. And and so I think that, um, you know, you hate to see Alan Miles go, but we know that those guys have left the show, and again, and we say it again and again and again and again, in very capable hands. You, you good? I'm good. I'm okay. sorry. Did I... I won't start talking. Yeah, you. I didn't mean me, to. I'm. I'm sorry. No, I'm just. I'm giving you a hard time. I really don't care. <sighs> so good stuff. Good stuff all around. Um, but the show's fine. Don't worry about the show. Season eight's happening. Season eight's going to be good. Season eight uh, may have a little bit lesser budget, but you know they've made up for that before. Do you remember when season six came along? There was a, a drastically reduced budget um, for the new season, and they had to do things to. To, to fix that, and a lot of times that was Clark using his powers off-screen, and you did not see them. Or there was a the sound effect of, for x-ray vision. That's what I'm saying, yeah, you would hear the x-ray vision, but you wouldn't see it, so. It could, it's fine, though, you know, because it's not going to take away from the show. Alan Miles leaving while sad, and we hate to see them go because this is their brainchild, and this is something they put their, their time in, but that also warrants and, and makes them that they deserve something new if that's what they want to do. And while they're getting to pursue other projects, they're still getting to take care of the show. Um, and I'm sure they're not out the door at all. They're still going to be available in some kind of cons- consultant capacity, um, not contractually, obviously. But I'm, you know, um, these people are still going to talk. These people still run in the same circles. So the door is not shut to them completely. They they have not turned their back on Smallville in the least. If anything, they are helping to be Smallville the best that it can be right now. And that's the way you got to look at it, because that's the truth. And it's not anybody storming out of their offices or saying they're going to fire Tom Welling or any other crap that I've read on the internet, because it's just absolute BS, and it really angers me to read most of it. Because uh, when you do something like Steve and I do, and you devote so much time to something like Steve and I do, it it sucks to hear people tear it down so much. Well, and you, know, and you hate the idea that... Um... I don't know. You, it's always kind of sad to find out that something you really enjoy behind the scenes, people don't. You know, and and you know, Alan Miles. Every time you see them, whether you agree with some of the takes they've had on on characters or storylines, you know, the one thing that comes across is they have loved this show and they've enjoyed being a part of it. And in their letter, you know, you could really sense the 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 heartfeltness of you know, it's sad, we're sad to be going, but it's time. And um. You know, so, uh, you know, to answer Josh's next questions, I don't think there's anything the fans can do or need to do. 
other than maybe no, send some well wishes and say thanks for you know seven great years of television. Yeah, you wish them luck in all their endeavors, and you let them go because that that's what they want to do, and and they deserve it. And that's all there is to say about that. Now, I'm glad the fans are reacting so well, so much to this that they want to bring them back, that they're sad they're leaving, and it's not the exact opposite where people are like throwing stuff at them when they walk out the door. Because, I mean, let's be honest, there are people out there that don't like Smallville. There are people out there who do not enjoy this Elseworld version of the Superman mythos, and there are people who have bashed it for years, and... People who just can't get be- beyond themselves. I don't know what this. I don't. I don't know what the problem fun. is. Get over it. It, it, it. You know, you like Kingdom Come. That's fun. Like Smallville. That's, That's all fun. I'm saying. That's fun. So, could you stop talking like that? I'm sorry. It's just really annoying in my ear. I love you. No, you don't. Oh wow. <laughs> We're recording. Never mind. Oh yes, <laughs> dude. We are on the phone, but quit. Hmm. Um. Well, that, let, let's just lead into our next topic. That, with that, that, that shall brings we? us right there, doesn't it? Uh, and our topic for today's episode, like I said, a lot of it was going to be taken up with the news, is something that has been requested upon Steve and I for many months from many forum members and, and not so many emails. But after the Television Without Pity fiasco and some more people asking on the forums, we thought, why not? We'll do it. Let's talk about shippers. Before, at the outset of this discussion, Derek, I'd like to say. That, you know, Smallville, some people may think it's about Lex's descent into being the most evil individual in the world. Some people may think it's about Clark's rise to being the world's greatest superhero. You know, some some may even look and see the undertones of, you know, the nurture versus nature argument of, of how a child is raised to become what he or she will become in the future. And I say to you all, poppycock. Because what this show is all about is relationships. <laughs> it's a forum to give us the chance to debate who should be with who and act like we're all still in high school. So, you know, kudos to Smallville on, on that being the biggest thing to come out of this show. <laughs> I mean, kudos to you for getting all the way through that with a straight face. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Um, we really don't have a set rule for this. We were just kind of jump in and see how we felt about it. And I don't know. We, we thought this could either go two ways actually three extremely funny a extremely dangerous b or extremely funny and dangerous option c which i'm hoping we go that direction or it um, could be lame so let's just start with where the show started and go with Klana. go ahead but, steve <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know my take has always been on Klana. That if they get together, fine. But no one should ever expect them to stay together. Anyone who expects Clark and Lana to stay together in the long run doesn't know Superman. And, you know, and they're just headed toward disappointment. I always hope to see them, you know, somehow come to a point of understanding with each other where there may always be some tension, but, you know, there would be this respect for one another and that Lana would let Clark go and that kind of stuff. And Clark would let Lana go. Right. And, uh, and, and by about season five, I was really annoyed with Clark's pining for Lana, you know? Uh, um, but you know, in the beginning I was all about, I was, I really truly thought that at the end of season one, when he runs into the tornado to save her, I really thought that, okay, well they're going to let Lana in on the secret now. And this is going to be, you know, similar to, you know the 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 post crisis comics and that kind of thing, right. where Lana's kind of you know she and Clark 
she understands why they can't be together from the get-go. Right. Um, you know, obviously that was not the case. And, it, and to me it was fine, but I just, you know, I was never a big Klana fan beyond gotcha. what I just told you there. Okay. All right. That's probably fine. Um, my feeling on Klana is, I can't believe we're actually saying the names. My feeling on Clark and Lana, <laughs> that's what makes this so That's the dangerous part of this. Let's uh, talk about Klana. Pillow fight. My feeling on Clark and Lana is um, it was fine when it started, um, but once she knew about him, it needed to stop, and maybe even a little bit before that. I think that Jonathan's death and her coming, her you know living and and their eventual demise then um, should have been the real opportunity to break them up. Uh, unfortunately. If Lana's not in some sort of relationship on this show, she's not needed. And that's not... That's just the way they've written the character. But Yeah, that's not bashing Lana, ladies no, and gentlemen. No, no, no. I'm not bashing Lana at all. That's just the way they've written the character. And if she's not in some sort of relationship, her use in Smallville is is non-existent. She has no, she has no use if she is not... Shacking up with somebody, that's so horrible to say. <laughs> See, this is the dangerous part. Um, but it's the truth, because any relationship she's ever in is either to better Clark or to worsen their chemistry. Uh, mm. y- you think about it, any time she's ever been with somebody, it's always been to drive at Clark. Not intentionally, but that's the purpose of it being written like that, whether it be with Lex or Jason. Anytime she's ever hooked, even hooked up with a freak of the week, it's always been... So it's been a chance to give a Clark. Uh, it's been a, it's been a chance to stick Clark in the barn at the end of the show. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's why she's still around in Smallville. That's why they still do things with her. It's because if she's not in some sort of relationship, Krista wouldn't be on the show anymore. Well, now let me ask you this: Do you think that's because? And you said that's the way the character is written. But do you think that's the overall Lana of the Superman mythos? No, I think she serves a purpose greater than that um, that they really didn't always tap into, and that's because you weren't reading over a few short issues when they went back and told the past story. You were going over, you were looking at eight years as a whole, and they had to make this last like they could, and you know try to put her in different situations, you know make her the girl wearing pink that he's always stumbling after because she's wearing a kryptonite necklace, and then make her you know, a little bit of a bad girl and run off to Paris and then put them together and then drive them apart, put her with Lex, you know, the ultimate um, villain, you know, the arch nemesis to Clark Kent. And so they've found reasons for her to be there. But Lana Lang as a whole was to be Clark's first girlfriend in Smallville and to be someone he could share that secret with. And then as we've seen in the comics, she goes on. In some instances, she's dead. In some instances, she has married Pete Ross and has become the vice president's wife. You know, it's just, it, there are many ways you could take the character, but in Smallville it's always been relationship Lana. And that's what, even when she kidnaps Lionel and, and builds this ISIS foundation, all this stuff, it's still driven by her either bitterness or her love. You know, she she's spying on Lex because of what he did and what he knows that she's doing behind her back with 33.1 and all this stuff and the meteor freaks or the, the chemically altered or whatever <laughs> meteor altered uh the meteor so, enhanced people enhanced so she's always driven by 
something involving some relationship she's been in. And that's not bad. That's just how they've written her on the show, and that's what's kept her around this long. Would you agree? I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Cool. We're good on that. I would have liked to seen things go differently, as I said, and I've never been a big Klana fan. Okay. We're not getting into some of these weird shippers either. And by weird, I mean, like, completely ridiculous, like Jonathan and Lois and all this this kind of stuff. Uh, I guess the second big one would be Clark. (laughs) Clark. 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 That's the way I used to, and people enjoyed it. Um, I'm just fine, Clark. Clark and Chloe. Go, Steve. Well, you know, it's no secret that I'm the biggest Chloe fan um, in the world. Mm, I think Will's bigger. No, look, Will's, I will break him. Um, you know, you know, I love Chloe, and I've loved the character of Chloe. When the show first started, I think I saw Chloe for what she was originally may have been intended to be, and that is the lowest, you know, minus the relationship part of it, you know, the lowest feeling. There was no one who was really had that role in Clark's life that Lois would have as far as being the person who got him into trouble, got herself into trouble, that kind of thing. And, um... But as the show progressed and they found out just how incredible Allison Mack is as an actor, um, you know, her role deepened, her character deepened, and, you know, the chemistry that she and Clark have has always been a lot different than what Clark and Lana have because Clark's feelings for Lana, I mean, let's be honest here, and again, this is going to be one of those places where it's dangerous, Lana was fine, and that's all Clark cared about. You know, he didn't know her. They, you know, they made a big deal in the first two or three episodes that Clark and Lana had never really spoken in all the time that they lived near one another. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he so... Just, that was after because she was hot. Right. She was fine, and that's all Clark cared about. You know, and, um, and so Chloe and Clark's relationship is honestly, even though Lana and Clark have at this point, you know, seven years down the road, uh, they've done the deed, they're living together, all this stuff... Clark and Chloe's relationship is much more is much deeper to me, and um and while I w- I never really wanted to see them hook up necessarily, um the one the one relationship that always hurt that I never that you know we never really did get to see was that relationship because I felt like there was a lot more potential for some interesting things to go down there. Okay, does that make sense to you? So you you feel that the Clark and Chloe relationship is deeper than the Clark and Lana relationship? I really do, and so you may thrash me now. No, we, we, not we, you. I'm talking about the listeners. We're so much alike because I agree completely. I think there's so, so much, much about. No, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm gonna call you later, uh, Clark and call me Lana. I don't want to say it's superficial, but it is. If you have to try that hard at a relationship, it's it something ain't working. You know, yeah, something something's never jiving with them. Yeah, if you have to try that hard to make a relationship work, I mean, I'm not the best person to ask on that. But you know, I it's um, I I feel that the Clark and Chloe relationship is our look at two people who did have feelings for each other, fought kind of with their feelings for each other, and ultimately know that they are destined to be great friends and that they have accepted that and that there may still be some awkwardness there one of them there may still be a spark of feelings every once in a while between one or the two of them probably more on chloe's side than clark's um you kind of get that feeling sometimes even after pete and jimmy and anybody else that she's come in contact with uh especially after jimmy i think jimmy's ruined her 
Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so many places to go there, but we'll uh, stay away. That's the dangerous part. Uh, so I really feel, and I agree with you, that it was kind of the, supposed to be the nod to Lois. But, you know, there's still these legions of fans out there that won't accept the fact that she's not Lois. And I don't know if they're actually... Really? Even after three years of Lois being on the show? They're, they're Clois fans. C-H-L-O-I-S fans that believe that that Chloe will end up being Lois. You know, can I say that I never espoused that idea the entire time I watched Lois? No, Chloe? they've come out and said, she's Lois. She's Lois Lane. Erica Durant is Lois Lane. She's not the Lois that we know yet. But she is Lois Lane. But she's getting there, sir. She's that's not the Clark Kent we know either. But he's getting there, but sir. He's getting there. So you know, it's it's not the Lex Luthor we know. But now, <laughs> next week, you know, he, so uh, I agree with you on pretty much all those fronts. I, I really believe that they have this amazing friendship. Um, that they do love each other. I feel like they uh, they would honestly if these were actually real people we were talking about and not so sad that we're sitting in these rooms discussing them <laughs> to no end. i need to rethink my plans for tonight i really uh, wish they would get together they're making such a great couple can we pop popcorn and talk about this later because i have <laughs> nothing better to do in our pink bunny slippers ah uh, so <sighs> thank you steven um, i really think clark and chloe make a cute little couple are you a pedophile <laughs> uh we i'm just really interested to see and it's sad because at this point of recording, on Friday afternoon, at, it's about 4 p.m. now, uh, there has been, Rosenbaum's negotiations have begun for season eight signing, but have not, nothing has happened yet. But Allison's uh, negotiations have yet to begin. Mm. So. Yeah, I think, you know, more than Alan Miles leaving the show make me sad, Allison Mack leaving the show would really make me sad. Sure just would. just because, well, I mean, not even because I'm such a big Chloe fan, and I, I'm a big Allison Mack fan, but I feel like there's still so much, I don't know, you know, there's there's a lot left for her character to do, I believe. Yeah. As far no, as I her, agree with you. I agree with you. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and so, but, and uh, if and if she does, if she does go, I, I hope she gets a proper send-off, you know? Uh, I think she will. I don't think she's going to get the send-off like... Like, some of these people have gotten poor Annette O'Toole. You know, the yeah. way she had to bow out and say goodbye was just unfortunate. And uh really hated to see her go. Not only did I hate to see her go, I hated to see the way she went. Uh, uh, it was just really, you know, in the first five minutes of a season finale episode, um, to not even, to just get a hug goodbye, and that was pretty much it. And it's only pretty much had about two mentions this entire season. Yep. Since her departure. So, uh, it's very unfortunate. Um, a third big one would be the Clois, the Clark and Lois shipper. Steven? Me turn? Okay. Um, I'll be honest with you. I was very wary of Lois coming into Smallville. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I appreciated the fact that in season four, she wasn't in the opening credits. She just, you know, had a very limited number of episodes she was going to be in. And as I saw that she was going to stick around, you know, what I found is I enjoy the character. You know, Alan Miles always said, well, we don't have to answer the questions of why doesn't she know Clark is Superman in the, in the long run, that kind of thing. And that's fine. And, and those are the type of things you can sit around as fans and debate, you know, once you get tired of debating relationships. But again, this is the most important thing to talk about. I will say this, that um, in season six, 
and 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 especially this season in season seven, the scenes with Clark and Lois, Erica Durant and Tom Welling have had an incredible chemistry, really since Erica came on the show, you know. But now they've they've had to do several scenes where it's been them two and her dealing with a relationship or her dealing with something and Clark being her friend or vice versa, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um. And you can see the bond that is developing with them, and it's developing so slowly. That is that is the one, to me, it's been really cool because you can see the very beginnings of what will be an incredible relationship down the road. And, and, it's, and it's something that will be deeper than Chloe and Clark and something that will be deeper than Lana and Clark and something that will be more meaningful because here are two people that started out not thinking they liked each other very much, and they've now developed into where they'll acknowledge each other as friends you know, and then down the road, of course, you know, acknowledge each other as lovers. Well, you know, I think it's even gone beyond that because originally they don't like each other all. Then there was a friendship, and then it turned into some kind of a kind of a brother and sister, not in a weird way, but you know, like knock each other on the shoulder. Not really even flirty, just kind of right. Yep, just, just kind of that camaraderie. And now it's this one of them walks away in this long lingering look, like. Huh, that's interesting. You know, that kind of thing. Got yeah, some... like I'm noticing this person for really the first time because of this conversation. Exactly. Just had. I've got some great uh, scenes. I'm not... I've got to quit calling by the shipper names. I've got some great Clark and Lois, my favorite scenes. Um, definitely exposed when Clark pulls the helicopter down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that whole interchange between them and Maggie Sawyer on the roof of the building in Metropolis. Um the scene where uh is it um when um Gabriel breaks up with her. Yep. And she's yep. eating the ice cream on the couch when Clark comes over. Um and you know my mind is completely drawn to blank. What's the one where she's in the loft crying? Well, that was after Oliver, wasn't it? That was it? after all yeah, yeah. And and he he comes up behind her and they, they kinda look out at the sunset. Uh, another great scene. That was just him. this wasn't there one just this season? Yeah, the when yeah when Oliver came back and left the Gemini. Oh yeah, yeah that one. Too. Okay, I was talking about. The, oh yeah, I then Gemini that. too with with uh, what's his face. Yeah, so there's been some uh, not Gemini but um, Siren. Yeah, uh, there have been some great scenes between them. They write really well for the two characters when they're in a scene together. Uh, uh, they did a great job of making them hate each other to making them kind of like each other to now to actually get along but still give each other a hard time, much as Lois does when Clark is the Clark Kent that she knows in Metropolis, the bumbling, glasses-wearing, you know. But but I'll say this about Erica Durant's Lois uh-huh. and, and the way she treats Clark that way is it's not, you know, Margot Kidder, for, she did an outstanding job as Lois Lane in the Superman movies. I don't think anyone would deny that. Okay. Um, I wasn't too fond of Kate Bosworth's Lois Lane in Superman Returns, and the biggest problem I had with both of those incarnations of that character is that I don't see where Clark would be attracted to that woman. Right. Um, because it's not just I'm giving this guy a hard time. You know, it's not just that I'm so busy that I'm, you know, it's just that this guy's not worth me noticing. You know, and and um, with Lois and Clark on uh, on Smallville, it is completely opposite. It's, she gives him a hard time, but it's because he's worth noticing. He's, you know, and, and that's just how she relates to people she likes. And so, you know, I, I really, I'm, I think we agree on all points here, too. You know, this has been a great debate between us. Yeah. <laughs> Was it supposed to be a shipper debate? I don't know. 
That's what you are there for. Do I think it's going to just... turn into one, buddy? Because I'm telling you, if there, if I have to pick a favorite shipper, it is Clovis. Yeah, and I hate that because I know it's not going to happen. But it's it's the one I enjoy. It's the chemistry I would like watching on the screen the most. Yeah, me too. Between Allison and Tom, that really is. Now we're not going to talk about um, Lexana or Clex or. Is there, you know, we touch on Jimmy. Do we need, do we need, do we need to talk about J. Chloe? Jake, I was going to say, we, we talk about Jimmy and Chloe a lot as it is. I think people, I think the audience knows where we stand on Jimmy and Chloe. Old J. Chloe. Uh, and Jimmy and Kara. Hey, has that been coined, J. Chloe? Yeah, Chloe said it. Oh, okay. Daggummit. In it. an episode. Yeah, she said, how about that J. Chloe team up or something? Must I, have been, must have been my subconscious. I got up and went to the kitchen when that happened or something, so. Uh, <laughs> oh, I went up and, and went to the porcelain god when he showed up with the whipped cream, sir. Was that not just the roses and the whipped cream? And there's a kid in your room. Great. <laughs> oh, and look, an illegal immigrant. You know, and there's some. You know, we can talk about. We can't. There's really no point in talking about Jonathan and Martha because all the evidence is there and it's already passed. Or Lartha. Uh, there's no sense in talking about Lartha because it's it's passed. Um, uh, Oliver and Lois. That's pretty much passed. Lolliver. Um, Oliver and Di- uh, Diana. Uh, she's only been in one episode. Diana. So there's not much to talk about there. Um, well, so, it's not their show. So, exactly. So we've hit on the main character and the three derivatives that matter uh, for that character. The, 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 the girlfriend, you know, from the beginning that learns the power. The best friend who kind of wavers back and forth between the girlfriend and the, and the woman he eventually falls in love with and marries. Who accepts the fact that he is Superman. So... Uh, any complaints can be mailed to mail at House of L Podcast. I don't think we've made anybody mad. I mean, we've spoken the truth. It's not we. No, did, we I didn't mean, even hey, really listen. Just because Lana's stupid, wow, I mean, we haven't made anyone mad. Well, we didn't really. Derek, you said that. I didn't say Lana's stupid. Go back and listen. Where did I say Lana's stupid? You you heard it. What the what the hell, bro? No, I didn't. you can you can ma- you can email Derek at mail at House of L Podcast. Oh, you're podcast. To get me in trouble. That's great. That's just <laughs> terrific. <laughs> Well, you know, we've had fun this week, but not near as much fun as we're going to have next week because Descent's going to be one of the biggest episodes this season, but we're not hyping it up, so don't take our word for it. But you don't have to take my word for it. Reading so, Rainbow. Um, just join us back next week. We've got a couple emails I want to read real quick. One is from Jim. Jim is from He's dead, Wales. Jim. He's dead, Jim. Heard, I can't pronounce that. Uh, dear Derek I'm a Steve, podcaster, thank you. Jim, not a magician. Thank you for all your hard work. You're doing a fantastic job, which is most welcome to us UK Smallville fans who are months and months behind you chaps across the pond. Now, when he says us UK Smallville fans, I get this image of all the fans in the UK of Smallville gathering in like a warehouse and listening to the House of L. Hey, blokes, Uh, let's go listen to Smallville. And it makes me happy. You know, they just all, it's like, all right, it's time to go listen to show. All the chimney sweeps come down off the roofs. (laughs) Mary Poppins floats in with her laptop. He says, I was just wondering whether you had any thoughts on a potential Smallville spinoff. I see on Krypton site, our great friend Craig runs that, kryptonsite.com, that Justin Harley is set to star in a pilot, which seems to rule out Green Arrow. What about a Supergirl spinoff? I'd appreciate your thoughts on that. Thanks again. 
Um, there's always a possibility, you know. As far as Green Arrow goes, it's kind of the same way with Batman. They're trying to get a Green Arrow movie off the ground, whether it be with the Supermax that David Goyer pitched about Green Arrow being locked up in a super maximum security prison with other villains and breaking out, uh, other lesser-known villains from the DC Universe, or uh, Genesis Green Arrow story. Now, as far as Supergirl goes, this has been something that's been touched on a lot since Laura Vandervoort appeared in Smallville, and whether or not her entrance under the show meant after Season 8 they could possibly, even if Season 8 was not a possibility with Tom and everybody else, that she could carry on Season 8 as Kara, or there could be a spinoff later. Uh, what do you think about this, Steve? Um, you know, there have been some very successful spinoffs. Frasier. Uh, hey, I've, I've got a great thread on the forums of all the good spinoffs. Yeah, Joni Loves Chachi. Mm-hmm. Mork and yeah. Mindy. I mean, there have been some great spinoffs. But I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, mash. you know, the idea of a spinoff is always disconcerting to me. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't know how interested. Not, and this is not knocking Lara Vandervoort's character at all. Uh, or or her, I just I don't think I'd be interested in watching a Supergirl spinoff. What I think it comes down to when you get down to brass tacks, um, how much for the ape? When you get down to brass tacks, uh, I think all it really comes down to is there isn't going to be ne- anything left needed to say on this show when it ends. They're gonna they're gonna end it poignant. They're gonna end it right, and you're not gonna be wanting so much more that. A spinoff is needed. Well, all the main characters that need to have their answers have them at this point. You know, Chloe has got her answers. Now the question is, where is life going to take her? You know, Lex doesn't need to have all the answers. He's going to get a few more, I think, down the road. But he doesn't need to have all the answers because he is Lex. And this is what's going to drive him, you know, is this hatred for this alien down the road. Right, Um, right. You know, Lois doesn't need to have all the answers because there's a whole life to be discovered with she and Clark. But everyone else, Pete, Lana, you know, they've all, I feel like, have come their, run their course. They've come their journey. You know, all that's left really is for Clark to go off and, and be trained. Kara's pretty much got her answer. She has to find her place in life, but I don't think that she is a strong enough character to carry her own show. I think it would be uh, the only person. And I don't I think really she has a strong them. enough supporting cast either. The only person I could see them carrying over onto a, a Kara show would be Jimmy. Yeah. And I don't even know how that would work, no. in all honesty. And I, I kind of tone it to, uh, nobody remembers the show. You remember they did a spinoff of Bewitched? I do not remember that. I guess not. And they did a spinoff of Bewitched about the daughter. Oh, little Tabitha? Like, like all grown up. Huh. That would be That would be what I would... You know, this would be Kara out trying to get a job in the real world. Is, is I don't even know if she'd go by Kara Kent. Well, I think a lot of people... I'm sorry. No, that's like the ninth time. <laughs> go ahead, you might as well. Well, we are steric, sir. We are steric. Yeah. Um, I, I think most people, though, are the spinoff they're hoping for or would want is this whole idea of Metropolis. And Everybody wants Smallville to end and Metropolis to begin. And, and, and I don't that, think anyone just, needs to hold their breath for that. I don't. You're not going to see Tom Welling in this suit. You may some be see some variation of it, but you're not going to see Tom Welling in a blue suit. Well, let's not a, be hostile, Derek. Well, no. I mean, you're getting really passionate about this. No, it doesn't need to happen. He's not Superman. He's Clark Kent. Guys, I'm he's sorry, Derek's coming across so angry. <sighs> he's just struggling because he's not as tight as he used to be. Uh, well, you're horrible. 
Uh, this email is from Michael, a Scottish boy living in Australia. Michael says, uh, "This is the one I was telling you about that I that just it tugged at the the old the heart cockles a little bit. I wanted to read it." Uh, Michael says, "Hi guys, I just wanted to thank you for the magnificent gift that is Startful's House Vale. I appreciate all the time and effort you put into House Vale and your dedication." I only started listening to House of Elle. Let's see how many times we can use House of Elle in one paragraph. I only started listening to Shoe earlier this year after hearing about it on the Smallville DVD. I never quite expected how brilliant the show would be. Each week you make me laugh at some point, whether it's your daily tales or Steve rattling down the microphone with, It's too late for chocolate pie. I had to do it once. I've never done it before. That's cool. I appreciate uh, you doing so that. So I had to do it the one time. Uh, I'm not. My, my voice is not near as good as yours, sir. <laughs> I bow to your infinite knowledge. We should of, release a CD. To, oh, all the top hits. We could do it too, Rick Astley. I'm not sure this is what Steve is actually saying. It's how I interpret it in my own way. So thank you. And that actually is what he's saying, Michael. It's too late. It is for too late for pie. chocolate pie. <laughs> Derek, you will be sorely missed after listening to the podcast. I've found the Derek and Steve combo to be the best host for the show, which I wouldn't have realized certain aspects of episodes, and I think it has allowed me to enjoy them as I feel like I'm viewing them as a much larger community. It seems today, with the announcement of Krypton Site closing, which Craig announced he was closing down Krypton Site on April Fool's Day. Oh, wow. And, and now Derek leaving, which uh, mm. that was a twofer. Uh, and as I've wrote the, <laughs> and he puts, is with the announcement of Krypton site closing, and now with Derek leaving, and there's this real long pause of dots, and he goes, and as I've wrote this, I just realized that it said April Fool's. Well, both sides <laughs> got me good and proper, and if you can imagine, I was desperately trying to get this message out before Derek left. It was like I posted it on the on the website, and I was like getting my suitcase together as I was leaving. I guess. <laughs> He says, this message still stands as a thank you then. Derek, I hope your throat gets better. And Steve, don't down yourself, dude. I think you're the best co-host this podcast has ever had. Oh. You've both done outdone yourselves with this week's show and have deserved a well-deserved... You've, both, you've gotten a well-deserved break. So that is from Michael. That meant a lot to me reading it, especially with some of the crap we've gotten in the past couple of weeks. So Michael, Michael, that, Michael, Michael, thank you. Yes. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. That meant a lot to me. So, uh, have you got any to read there? I do. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave off one that we discussed, just because I like the positivity of that one, and I don't want to go negative. Okay. Um, the other one is from a guy. You're not gonna read the negative one. Hmm. You're not gonna read the negative one. No, let's not. Okay. No. Just know there are people out there who don't like us, guys. Um, <laughs> this one is from a guy named Michael Cohen. We don't like them either. That's why we were gonna blast them on the air. <laughs> Uh, All right, well, let's not do Michael's first. Let's go back to this one then. Okay. <laughs> this, go for it. this is from Chris. And Chris says, Hey, guys, I've been listening to Smallville Heroes and Sarah Connor podcasts since the beginning, so I'm a big fan. Thanks for the excellent podcast, and sorry that I'm writing for the first time to complain. So are we. <laughs> We're about to lose a listener, by the way. <laughs> I don't want to beat you up too hard since you already acknowledged that this is your latest episode. This is your latest episode, but you really did us a disservice by hyping Veritas so much. My first thought of the episode ended was that's all. Quickly followed by those shoe guys built up my expectations so much they ruined this episode for me. Anyway, I know you didn't mean to, and I know the strike had a lot to do with it, but please, please learn from this and don't hype episodes so much in the future. 
Also, while I'm writing, all the talk about traveling Veritas for months now has come across like a bit like a kid on the playground going, I know something you don't know, I know something you don't know, <laughs> to taunt the other kids. I'm sure you didn't intend that, but after a while, it really started to sound like that. I think it's great that you have so many contacts and get inside information, but I'd urge you that in the future, if you know things that are too big to tell in the spoiler section, to try and contain your excitement and keep the fact that you have this knowledge yourself. Our mothers told us, if you can't tell then don't let other kids know that you know, for a good reason. People don't like to hear I know something, but I'm not going to tell you. It's just human nature that we react poorly to that. Thanks for listening, and again, <clears throat> thanks for the great podcast, Chris. All right, before you say something, i got to say one thing. Go for it. My mother, and no mother I have ever heard of, has ever said that before in my life. Go ahead, Steve. Um, what I have to say is my mother, and no other mother I know, has ever said that <laughs> in my life. <laughs> Uh, you know, here, here's the thing. I, on one hand, it's a legit criticism um, because we did hype Veritas, but you know, now we can hype Arctic because I'm going to tell you this, friends. Descent next week, and then leading up to the season finale, I'll go ahead and tell you it's going to be huge. And and I don't and I'll you know and no Steve you're doing it again that's fine that's fine because what we're what we were hyping with Veritas has now been spread out in some form or another into these next five episodes and we didn't know that and we didn't know that was going to happen and then the writer strike ends and they tack on these five extra episodes what are we to do exactly you know and yeah. so um, on on I encourage you to go back and watch Veritas again because that's what I had to do and found it was really a lot better than I thought it was initially. And, you know, sorry for that, buddy, but also I'd say this, that we love Smallville, and we try to hype every episode. I was excited about Hero with Pete coming back, and they let me yeah, down I, I like to think we hype every episode that comes along, and if you don't like it, that's just personal preference. We're, we're going to like them. That's, yeah, that, we're going to like them no matter what. They're, they're good episodes. There may be some corny stuff that's done. There may be some lines that we don't agree with, but I've never just looked at an episode and said, well, that was absolute crap. And yeah, as even far Thirst. As, and, yeah, because, and, I mean, there's some very redeeming points in Thirst, too. Um, I, don't, I don't have them in front of me right now, but... Uh, <laughs> 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 um, no, I'm just kidding. Up, up, um, away. Uh, so... But then, but see, then there's the whole thing where he talks about us knowing stuff and not letting people in. We've heard that before too, and and my thing is, I, we don't do it in the spirit of hey, we know something you don't know, and no, I don't think, and I don't ever think we way. even like gave out clues or tried to hold a carrot out from everyone. I think we just said, hey, it's going to be really big, based yeah. on what we've heard and based on what Derek knows. Because listen, I don't know anything if Derek doesn't know it. Derek has the contacts, not me. You just put everything in that email off on me. You do realize <laughs> that, don't you? So what have we learned today? That Derek hates Lana. And that Derek's a jerk. And he's the bully on the playground. Derek, didn't your mom tell you that if you know something and you can't tell people, don't tell them that you know? Excuse my language, but I never heard that before. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm serious. I've never heard No offense to you. Who said the Chris? Is that the yeah, guy's Chris, name? Yeah. No offense to you, Chris. I'm sorry if we if we if we oh my gosh, things. you just really took uh, this down the the old explicit language trail. Uh, well, you know, I did a little bit because I just I've never heard that before in my life. Uh, <laughs> you know that, and I'm sure that's a nice thing not to do is not to dangle something in front of somebody's face. But we weren't. Uh, if it came off that way, I do apologize. But we weren't meaning to do that in the least. Uh, 
So, you know, it's our show. I don't care. Uh, (laughs) That's all it comes down to. And finally, and now that we've lost all of our listeners, um, which, which, Michael, I want to go ahead and apologize because we just just lost all our listeners before we got to you. (laughs) This is pretty neat. Michael Cohen is from Vancouver. No, hold on. Before you say that, let me just say, if we came off as being me and Chris, we did not mean to um it, you did have a legitimate complaint chris we we're just did. busting your chops we are seriously just busting your chops we did he probably already turned it off we did uh <laughs> turn it back on <laughs> we did hype the episode incredibly um but it had every reason to be hyped and it has every reason to deserve a second watch so go back and watch it again uh hey turn your ipod it, back on and enjoy enjoy it again before you know before just automatically blaming us because we uh we a we didn't write the episode b we didn't direct it and uh c all we did was uh talk about something that was already existing so and that we were fans of because steve and i both really enjoyed the episode yes steve? yes okay. i agree i agree Dear god i was like steve oh damn it now he's left everything <laughs> on me no, I'm not. Steve's no longer on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Steve has left the building. All right. What if I did that? What have I done to deserve what this? If, what if I just hung up the phone while you were talking? I was like, here's my part. You, you had the rest. Spoilers Anyhow. this week okay. include. Uh, damn it, Steve. Michael's getting really ticked because he's heard us mention his name three times now, and he's like, where is the deal? Uh, this is from Michael Cohen. He lives up in Vancouver. And Michael actually, and this is not a plug for me, but to kind of give you an idea, Michael designed my site at geekoutonline.com. It does an outstanding job. If you need some web design or something like that, you can go to arkwolf.com, A-R-K-W-U-L-F.com, and uh, and get in touch with him. He does outstanding work. He's also redesigning my site for me, and you've seen that, Derek. Which site is that, Steve? Geekoutonline.com. Oh, Okay. Yeah. It's been an hour. I thought I'd give you another four seconds. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is an email he sent us. He said, I ride the SkyTrain, parentheses, elevated subway, close parentheses, every day on my way to work. And thankfully for me, it goes past the studio where they film Smallville. Most of the time, they're shooting inside the studio, so there's not that much to see other than their trailers. Although one of those trailers had a, has a Luther Corp logo emblazoned on it. But this past summer, they started building sets outside the studio. First was the gas station exterior from earlier this season, and then they built the exterior of the mansion that was seen in Jim and I when Lex walked out and stood on the rain, cursing the heavens. Pretty exciting stuff to see for a Smallville fan like myself, but this past week was the greatest yet, as they started constructing the biggest exterior set I have seen yet. Uh, So far, it's mostly exposed wood beams and panels, but it's been taking shape quickly over the last few days. The structure's two stories high, And yesterday they brought in some street lamps and put in concrete sidewalks, leading me to conclude that they're building a street-side set. I can only assume that it will factor into the season finale, which they should be gearing up to shoot at this point if they haven't begun already. In any case, the studio has been a flurry of activity over the last week or so. I'm pretty sure I saw Tom and Allison shooting a scene at the aforementioned gas station set on Wednesday. So they must be getting ready to do something important. And that comes from Mike over at arcwolf.com. I think that was actually Persona where Lex walks out. Persona. I'm sorry. That's yeah. my fault. He asked me what episode that was. And I said, oh, that's no big deal. Um, um, and, and he's going to try and email us some shots. He and, he and a friend are going to try to get up there this afternoon. 
okay. and take some pictures, and he's going to try to email us some that maybe well, we'd be able to have an AAC. If you see him in the AAC right now, you'll you'll see that he did that in time. Yeah, Michael's listened to the show for a while, and that's really great. I, I, I have it on pretty good authority that some sets we might be seeing are um, an airplane hmm. uh, for the season finale, and uh, possibly, I don't know, uh, maybe maybe a new apartment, maybe Jimmy Olsen's apartment or something like that. So that'll be cool to look forward to. So thanks for that, Michael. And that's uh, that's our emails, I believe. Unless that is our emails, list. yep. Does anybody else hate us that we need to... <laughs> well, I'm horrible. Someone emailed and said I'm horrible. Yeah, and that I wasn't as tight as I used to be. Whatever really that means. I still don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, we've lost two listeners today. Yeah. So I've got to go home now and do uh, do some laundry. No, I'm going to read this. I, uh, oh, you got another one? No, nah, I'm going to read this. One. This is from Jay. Jay says, I used to love your show. Now it just sucks. Too much banter and not enough stuff. Steve is horrible and Derek isn't as sharp and tight as he used to be. Get back your focus. It's been hard to listen this year. Mm. That's from Jay. And you can mm. email Jay at... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jay, if you're listening, I'm sorry that uh, you don't like Steve and that uh, I haven't been as tight as I used to be. Very toit. Toit like a toit. Uh, you know, I, um, in our defense, I want to say that I thought... You know, this episode, we've been all over the board. I'll admit that. But I want to say the last two, though... I, th- I feel like we were on, man. You know, I want to say something, and and I know we're, we're running short here, and I'm, I'm this is where the music will start before we end here. Steve is the best thing that has ever happened to the House of L, and I give him crap in every episode, but that's just our banter, and if that, that may be the banter that he's referring to in question. But Steve really is the best thing that has ever happened to the show because it has made House of L all the more consistent because um, there it was so hard to get all the guys together here and doing it with Steve has been that much easier. It has been, uh, I think, a whole lot more professional, and I think it's gotten a whole lot more stuff done and bettered this show. And if anybody has a problem with Steve, they can take it up with me because I seem to be a part of the show. And I think he's done an amazing job, and his work speaks for himself. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So, Well, thank you, sir. I pre- I, that means a lot. You can check us out at... What a way uh, to end the shipper. <laughs> Sterek is here. Deal with it. <laughs> www.smallvillepodcast.com, our home on the internet. You can still get to us at www.houseofellpodcast.com, but we're going more towards the smallvillepodcast.com because it's a lot easier to remember, mostly. Uh, you can also get on our forums and enjoy the forums because I'm not doing them anymore. Forums.houseofellpodcast.com. I've been checking uh, a lot on... Uh, it's pretty much my daily project to always watch the forums. And uh, it's just gotten to be too much work here recently, and uh, and I'm I'm taking a sabbatical for a little while. And uh, Steve's going to watch over the place. I don't know. I might not come. You'll back be back. I, I, you, well, you haven't been able to stay away for more than twenty four hours. I, well, somebody keeps PMing me or whatever yeah. and bring me back in for some reason or another, and then I've got this mole and chocolate pie debate that I've. Well, gotta... let me just add to the mole and chocolate pie debate really quickly before we go off, because there is a request tonight. I've got to do some laundry. And um, and I always I sing a song when I do laundry in my head all the time. <laughs> you can't even keep a straight face. You um, you, you remember there was a song by the Cranberries called Zombie. Oh my God! Yeah. Are you gonna do it? 
I'm, I'm embarrassed too. Because <laughs> I'm probably because I've popped, I've hyped it up. But it's in my machine, my machine, laundry, laundry, laundry. Hey, 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 oh, ho, ho, ho. Good night, everybody. We'll see you after spoilers. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Lounge. Steve up on stage tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give him a round of applause. Tip your waitress. I'm here all week. Let's talk about descent a little bit. Uh, <laughs> wasn't expecting that. Uh, descent airs on March. So no, April, April seventeenth. April. If you're watching yeah, in March. You've already missed it. This is the first post-strike episode of the show. Something we waited to hear about for a long time, and a lot of the elements from Veritas were moved onto this episode. Some more were moved on to Quest and then also into Arctic. Um, but the big thing in Veritas was moved to this episode. The official description reads, The day Clark and Lex became mortal enemies. The secret of Veritas leads Lex in a dangerous direction that will put Clark and Lex in each other's crosshairs. There is a major power struggle and one character dies. This will not be the kind of death that we saw last season uh, with Lana and her clone blowing up. This this is going to be a Jonathan Kent-style death, and this person will not be returning uh, in the physical sense. They might return in a, some sort of spiritual sense. A vision or, or a dream. Or a brainiac. But, or a brainiac, yeah. yeah. Uh, you have many options to go to in Smallville, but, but they will not be coming back to life. Um, so it's... Uh, if you've seen the trailer, uh, it's... There's pretty much no doubt about it if you've seen some of the images. Yeah, can you believe they did that with the trailer, by the way? I still can't believe they did that with the trailer. Shocking. Um, I will say shocking. I know it was... It, those scenes were from Veritas, so I'd, I'd, the fact that they used them, I just couldn't believe. But it is Lex that pushes Lionel out of, out of a building, well, let's out of the just window say of a building. It. Well, it's right there, that's bro. Sif, on... If they're listening to the spoilers and they saw the trailer, it happened. That's true. Captain... You know what? It it's that's the way it goes down, Man, and uh, so to speak. You know, unless something else happens in the episode, which we're not going to tell you what it is. I don't know. <laughs> 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 
No, that's been such. the big thing that was really going to be one of the bigger things in Veritas is that moment. Yeah. And we're we're such bastards. Wow. Um, and let's do the other thing that people hate us for the whole. We expected Chloe and Lex to come to some huge uh, offensive uh, measure in the coming episodes. And everybody got mad because we said we were speculating, hey, Lex fires Chloe from the Daily Planet in this episode. Booyah! That will be happening as well. Uh, And we were right about that. (laughs) Uh, The scene, the, um, some really cool images. There's this one really cool image uh, from Descent that is of the graveyard. And you see either the funeral has already happened or it's about to happen. and, And the coffin, I assume, is already in the ground. And Lex and Clark are standing opposite the 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 graveside, the whatever you, where the actual plot is, burial plot. And they're standing opposite of one another, facing one another. And it's just this so cool shot because Metropolis is in the skyline, and it just looks amazing to see the two of them. Knowing that this, and hopefully this won't be one of those episode descriptions like Garrett teaches Clark how to fly. Uh, blah, 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 you know, and I still say to the fact that I, Clark w- was going to fly in Veritas and it was cut. Um, they, they just, they cut it out, you know, he he was going to make a leap at some point. He may have not gotten very far, but he was still going to, it was still going to hold up to the episode description. But uh, if they, if this is the actual day that everything goes wrong between Clark and Lex, then this picture is pretty much sums it all up, I would have to say. Um, there's some other cool pictures uh, after the <laughs> said push of a uh, person lying on the steps outside of uh, in the streets of Metropolis, covered up um, by Metropolis PD, Lex standing there, Chloe standing there. Uh, I think Clark's even going to be around a little bit. Clark was just a little bit too late to save the day. So it's uh, it's going to be a big episode and one that uh, is going to. Hopefully it's going to peak early, but hopefully it will not uh, start drifting down. Hopefully it'll 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 stay uh, really high spirits throughout the majority of the episode because it's there's some big stuff going to happen and some big stuff's going to change. And no, we're not hyping it. We're just speak, telling it like it is. Steven? I agree. Okay, good. He agrees. I agree. <laughs> or he disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> and then sleeper, we've got the official description for that. Jimmy helps the Department of Domestic Security arrest Chloe. Clark desperately searches for Kara and Brainiac, as Brainiac is the only one who can reverse Lana's... I almost said Klana. Did you hear me? I did almost hear The only hear one that. who can reverse Lana's condition. Clark asks Chloe to check any large power surges in the area, so she breaks into several government computers setting off alarms. Jimmy is caught between the Department of Security, who threatens him with jail time unless he helps them arrest Chloe, and Lex, who offers to help clear Chloe if Jimmy agrees to be in his debt. Sounds like an interesting episode to me. Mm-hmm. Could be. So, um, I mean, I don't expect it to be earth-shattering, but I do expect it to be very interesting. Definitely one of those they've had to throw in um, to lengthen what happens, um, what was originally going to happen with Veritas and now leading up to Arctic. So it's it's going to be, oh, we're going to have fun over the next five weeks. I think Yeah, I think we're in here. for some good episodes. Yeah, she's going to be here to report on it. So that being said, we hope you have enjoyed today's episode, and we'll be back next week with a huge, huge Houseville episode. Hope we're not hyping that one too much either, because <laughs> if, uh, if some stuff falls through, I, uh, um, I don't know. Well, it's going to be, you know, even if we even if we don't do video, it's going to be huge, Derek. Yeah. 
So. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So, Steve, Derek. see you later. All right, Bye, man. Bye, guys. Bye.